Welcome to the AFW College Podcast. We're back with some more encouraging content for you as you follow Jesus during your college years. My name is Jordan. As you know, one of the things we are super excited to do this semester is record the testimonies of some of our beloved brothers and sisters in the ministry. And to continue that, uh, we are blessed to have on our own Iron Man, our very own Ben Prock here in the studio. Ben, uh, just thanks for being here. How you doing? Why don't you introduce yourself for uh, the listeners who may not know you? Doing good. Thanks for having me, Jordan. Um, I am Ben, uh, as you just mentioned. I'm a <laughs> senior at TCU from Los Angeles, California, and uh, just blessed to be a part of this community. And we're happy to have you, man. Uh, ben has agreed to hop on the mic with me this morning just to share some of his story around here. When we want to get to know the story of someone's relationship with Jesus, we like to ask, uh, hey, when did Jesus become your treasure? This goes beyond just that normal testimony that you kind of just normally share uh, about how you met Jesus when you first believed in Jesus, that kind of thing. We're really focusing on when did Jesus truly become your treasure, which is a journey for all of us. And uh, so you'll be taking us on that journey. So yeah, Ben is here just to answer that question for himself. So Ben, why don't you get us started, man? Uh, from wherever this started for you, just walk us through your journey to treasuring Jesus. Yeah, there, uh, there's a lot of moments um, mm-hmm. when I treasured different aspects of him and you know learned new pieces to the character of God that I began to treasure more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think the real moment when I actually decided to you know give it my all and give him my everything is mm-hmm. is probably about middle of high school. Um, but the story goes back a little bit farther. I, you know, grew up in a Christian household. My parents taught me about Jesus mm-hmm. and about the character of God. And, you know, I'm super thankful for that childhood. That was a huge, huge blessing and something that not everyone has. Um, mm-hmm. But around middle school, I started wrestling with a lot of different doubt. Mm-hmm. And it was it was kind of subtle at first, like just different little pieces in the Bible I just wasn't really sure about. Yeah. Um Oftentimes when I felt like I was praying, I felt like I was just praying to a wall. Like it didn't really mean much. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, there were, there were, yeah, it was just little sprinklings of doubt probably early on in middle school. And I would ask questions and as middle school went on, I would reach out to people, you know, casually and kind of subtly ask some questions about, you know, uh, things I was wrestling with some doubt around. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got to late freshman year of high school, I, I was just in a deep pit of doubt and it kind of got to the point where I truly didn't even know if God existed at all. Um, and I think, I think a big reason, I mean, there were a lot of different reasons for that, but one was just the idea that like I had heard that God was powerful, that he worked miracles, that he did amazing things, that he spoke to people. Like that's what the Bible says Mm -hmm. God is, but I hadn't experienced any of that in my life. Right. And so for those three years of middle school, freshman year, high school, like my doubt just grew and grew. And with that, my anger grew and grew my frustration grew and grew. Um, and I, I got to a point summer before my sophomore year of high school where I I basically put God to the test. Um, <laughs> I think it is totally biblical and totally good to ask God for things yeah. he it commands us to, right. but it is also not okay to put God to the <laughs> test, which is basically what Satan did. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's a good point. But uh, <laughs> So I put God to the test, and it wasn't, wasn't the smartest idea, but it was really important. And that's not where I, I mean, I would just remember, remember being in church, and I was... 
I was just sitting there in my frustration and I just got to a point where I'm like, God, like, I'm not, I'm not going to follow you unless you prove yourself to me, unless you like prove your existence to me. Cause right now, based on all these theological doubts I have, like I have no reason to believe in you. It just doesn't make any sense. Like I just don't have the faith. Um, Mm -hmm. and I hadn't had any personal experiences with God that really shook me and, and woke me up to his existence. Yeah. And so that was my, that was my petition was God prove yourself to me, do something big mm-hmm. so that I know that you're real. Cause I, I don't believe it right now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I, in my head and kind of in my prayer, I gave him a year. So I said, you got one year, like clock's ticking. <laughs> so <laughs> get to it. Yeah. yeah it was, it was a, it was a testing of God, not an asking of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I spent that year, reading different apologetics books. Mm-hmm. I read different articles. I watched different apologetics debates. I was trying to figure out like, um, uh, um, how do I put this? Like a theological defense to my faith because right. throughout middle school, early high school, people would like question me on stuff and I had no answers. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so, yeah, I, I was just dealing with a lot of doubt. And so I was trying to come up with you know, textual reasons why God exists. I wanted to be able to have answers when people ask me the question, like, why do you believe in God? Mm. And I, I hadn't been able to ask that, answer that question, right. you know, before that point. But those debates, those articles, those books didn't really do anything. I mean, Man. they're important stuff to study, but at the end of the day, like, we need interaction with God. Like, yeah. it is a relationship that we need. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, fast forward one year, that 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 time frame that I gave him um, kind of <laughs> ended and I was sitting there in church again with my family and again like the frustration and honestly just straight up anger was brewing I was getting like hot in my seat of mm. like anger at God because I'm like man the one time like the, I give you a year to act yeah. and you don't do anything man. and it honestly I mean that year was fine like I have nothing like crazy to complain about but it really felt like a lot of different stuff went wrong that year and it was all small things, but it just felt like a lot of things didn't go my way. A lot of prayers weren't answered. Mm. Um, and I was like, gosh, I gave you one shot and you didn't do anything. Like you're just handing me reasons not to choose to follow you. And, um, so I was, I was at the point where I'm like, all right, I'm done. Like this isn't, this isn't worth it anymore. Like I don't, I have no reason. I have no answer to the, why do you believe in God? Like what's, what's the backing of your faith? Like I didn't have any answer. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I was actually sitting there and I pulled out my journal and on the left side of my page, I started, started making a list of everything that went wrong that year, wow. every prayer that I felt like he didn't answer. And, it, and it was about 20 different things mm-hmm. more or less. And I, and so that's when I was kind of going through this, all right, I'm, I'm done mindset, just sitting there, just so frustrated. And all of a sudden I just had like this little thought in my head and it was something that had gone right that year. Um, and, uh, and so I wrote it down on, on the right side of my page on the same line as the top line of the first thing on the left side. Mm. And uh, I looked at the line on the, t- on the left side of my page and I, and I realized like the thing that went right that year was actually an answer to prayer to the thing on the left side of my page that I didn't really realize and wow. I didn't see at the time. Mm. And I kind of realized that was God more or less, not yeah. really. And in my mind, I just remember thinking, all right, like, yeah, that thing went right. Like that prayer technically was answered in a different way than I thought. But look at this list of 19 other things that I have that mm-hmm. went wrong. Yeah. 
And then right when I asked that, or right when I kind of made that comment, like another thought just popped in my head that of something that went right that year. And I wrote it as the second thing on the right side of my page. And sure enough, it matched with the second thing on the left side of my page. Wow. And, and uh, it was, it, it was also itself like another answer to prayer mm-hmm. for the thing on the second, on the, on the left, the second thing on the left side of the yeah. page. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, same same thought came to my mind like okay like yeah maybe maybe you did that lord but like look at this list of 18 other things <laughs> long story short you can imagine where the story goes yeah. but <laughs> i ended up with a list of 20 things on the right side of my page wow. each one matching up with something on the left side of my page more or Damn. less mm-hmm. and each one was a, it wasn't ma- like it wasn't massive it was just a small little little piece yeah. of something that the Lord did in that year that I didn't notice. And it was, it might've been something more mundane, something just smaller, but it almost all of them were answers to prayer that I had throughout that year. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was like totally taken aback. And yeah. in that moment, like I had this thought come to my mind and at the time I didn't know that it was the Lord speaking to me, but mm-hmm. now that I've learned more about what it looks like to listen to God, like, I 100% believe that was him speaking to me, but I just had this thought come to my mind and it says, he said like, Ben, I want you to notice that I'm always working in the small things, but trust me, the big things will come. And it like, it still gives me chills to this day, honestly. Um, because each thing that he had done that year was small. Like it wasn't some massive healing. It wasn't some like crazy dream that I had. Like Mm -hmm. it was, it was just everyday things that where he just showed me that he was there, that he was present, that he was like, still chasing after me yeah um and i just i like lost it in my chair i was just crying and and in that moment like i knew god was real yeah there was no convincing me out of it no one will ever convince me out of it like he is real he loves me very much and like yeah he's he's chasing after me even in the small things um and what was so cool about that was that second piece to that where he was like trust me the big things will come because that was my that was my testing of him, like uh, do something big, mm-hmm. but in a way, like this other thing that he did was massive. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that I basically gave my life to the Lord for real, like then, mm-hmm. and that next year was a really interesting year because um, I was dealing with a torn hip. Um, that that's a whole other story, but yeah. um, I was learning about the Holy Spirit for the very first time. I'd never heard about the Holy Spirit until uh-huh. sophomore year or junior year of college. Mm. Um, but let's fast forward one more year to the next summer. I was in Greece on a mission trip with Antioch. Yeah. And the very first day we all pair up to go into different camps. Um, and for those of you that don't know, like Greece was, Greece was a trip in 2016, right during the Syrian crisis. Right. And Mm -hmm. so, um, a lot of refugees from Syria and Afghanistan and Iraq were all coming through Greece and Mm -hmm. they were kind of stationed there until they could get, um, citizenship or asylum in another European country. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was a great opportunity just to meet with people and love on them and share the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so first day we're going out and I get paired up with Ben Moss and we just walk into the camp and over the next like five hours, we ended up talking with probably four or five different people. Mm-hmm. And each one was dealing with some sort of like physical impairment. Mm-hmm. And every single one of them got healed. And it was a crazy, wow. crazy, crazy yeah. day. Uh-huh. Um, but where it kind of completes the story on, 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 you know, what God had said to me a year ago um, or a year before that, where he had said, trust me, I'm always working in the small things, but the big things will come. Like yeah. right when I walked away from that camp that evening, mm-hmm. 
like that same voice came to me and God was just like, see, like I told you I'd do big things. Yeah. And I, I lost it again. Like I started crying outside the camp. Like yeah. that was, wow. that it just, it totally came full circle and it was just a complete fulfillment of, of the promise that he had made to me. And, yeah. um, so anyways, that was long winded, <laughs> but that's Dude. like kind of when he became my treasure and, yeah. um, man, the rest is history. Dude, that's so cool. Yeah. And I, I just going back to like the doubt piece, just, I just love like the doubts just told, like they don't disqualify you, you know, that like being a, being a teenager and doubting, you know, if all this yeah. is real, this thing that my parents are dragging me to, especially like, <laughs> This thing we do on Sundays, like the thing that that's the preachers talking about up there, is this is this real? I'm not seeing this in my life. Like those thoughts don't disqualify you. I think especially about like if you read the Psalms, how often uh, the Psalm writers are like, "God, where are you? Like yeah, you're silent. Yeah. Stop being silent. Like I'm in the pit. Save me from the pit, God. Where are you?" Uh, and you're like, "Is this guy allowed to say this? Like, does he know that he's writing?" in the Bible? Like, is he allowed to have all these doubts? Um, sounds kind of sinful, but no, it's like, it's just, it's Mm. natural. It's totally natural to have those doubts. And, um, I think also like God wires us certain ways. So like for some people, it is those apologetic books, all those theoretical proofs, uh, of getting to God, that kind of reason based mind, which is true. I mean, Hey, people, Mm -hmm. people get to God that way. That is, that is a path to God. Totally. And for a lot of us, it's like that seeing him work in our lives and just like Mm -hmm. really just asking him to open up our eyes to the the things, his hand, you know, his hands are maneuvering in our lives in the small things. And then in those big things, just an encouragement for anyone listening that God wants, God like wants to reveal himself Mm -hmm. in, in a way that, works for you in a personal way and like you're saying the ultimate goal is to get to that living relationship to where you're you know you're not you're not praying to a wall like you said you know you're, you're praying to a god who is listening um and i'm not going to church because i agree with the ideas of the preacher but i'm going to church because there's a god on a throne that i serve and that i worship which you do yeah, and we've seen that. <laughs> we've seen that in your life, man. Thanks, man. Can I say one thing? Real yeah, quick? I think it. like, I think what you're saying about doubt is so important because I think a lot of people, and I mean, I did. Like I said, I I very subtly asked people questions for four years in middle school and high school when I when this doubt was kind of coming up and I was trying to hide it a lot and like doubts totally okay, you know, yeah. like questions mm-hmm. are totally okay. I think we often forget that we are talking about the. God of the universe, yeah. the one who created it all, who is like all knowing and all powerful. Like mm-hmm. we're talking about God mm-hmm. and we're not going to know every single little mm. bit of detail about right. him. But that's the fun part about following him is we like, that's the whole idea. We just get to keep seeking him out and keep learning more about him, yeah. about the person who loves us so much. So yeah, yeah I just, people are, are oftentimes ashamed of doubt or like ashamed of questions that, that they have but there's really no need to be no so absolutely not so ask questions too exactly like, yeah i still have questions all the time yeah, but course. it's like like god is real you yeah. know and he's alive and then from that like yeah ask ask questions that's a good thing that's yeah. that's seeking and that's asking and that's knocking yes which jesus commands us to do so that's so good yeah something that i've that struck me and has always been super interesting to me is in that that first corinthians 12 list of like spiritual gifts from the Holy Spirit. One of them is faith. Hmm. And I'm like, don't we all 
have faith? Like, <laughs> isn't everyone built with faith? But I think that points to like, for some people, it's going to be super natural for them in both senses. Super, very natural, but also supernatural. They have a supernatural yeah. gift from the Holy Spirit just to be able to believe, like just to be able to believe, you know, like easily. Some people aren't going to have that. And it's going to be harder for, for some people to get to a place of belief. But that also, I think, leads to a the strongest faith as if it hmm. if you've wrestled with God and you've asked the questions and you've sought him uh, eagerly, maybe not testing him like we found <laughs> out, but uh, but seeking him with our whole hearts until we discover who he truly hmm. is. And it's like a firmer, firmer grasp of that relationship that you've discovered. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, th- and that's not to say like dry seasons don't come or moments where like we're yeah. struggling more than others don't come. I mean, to be totally mm-hmm. honest, like right now has been a season where I feel like I, I haven't heard him as consistently as I have in the past. Yeah. And, but that's totally okay. You know, that's Amen. great. And I think, I think what's amazing at the, about the way he created us is, you know, he gave us a head and a heart yeah. and like, <laughs> I mean, don't hear me the wrong way, but I think like oftentimes the word of God, the Bible, like what we know to be true about him, like that, that content can oftentimes rest in our head. The goal is for it to rest on our heart too. Yeah. And it often does, Mm -hmm. but it often rests on our head. And these experiences, like the ones I just shared where he totally met with me and I've seen his power move in awesome ways. Like those immediately strike the heart. Yeah. And I think what's Mm -hmm. fun about the times where it's, rich spiritually is he's just meeting at meeting your heart constantly mm-hmm. and you know faith is easy when that when those times come right. but when those times aren't as consistent which for all being real happen mm-hmm. that's when we that's when we get to go back to our head and say oh i know this to be true right. yeah. i also remember everything he's done for me one in terms of you know what he did on the cross everything from the text like mm-hmm. all of that but i also go back into my own story of okay he's done this and he's done this and i i basically retell that story that i just told to you yeah. in my head to remind me like yes he's good he's still chasing after you these are these yeah. are like character traits of god and it's it's a great balance because then we get to use our minds to remind our hearts this is who god is mm-hmm. this is why we follow him this is why like i keep chasing after him because he's been chasing after me long, long before I've been chasing after him. Um, and so it's just, yeah, there's still a lot of value that can come out of times of doubt, times of questions or what people call dry seasons, but it's never truly dry. No, never dude. Yeah. And cause you're right. He's still working even when we don't feel it. Right. Um, that's so good, man. All right. Well, fast forward, man, take us through, uh, like specifically your college years, um, how did God, you know, grow that relationship with him? Uh, how did, you know, what new things did he have for you? What else did he teach you? Yeah. How'd you grow in your relationship during college? Yeah. College has been great. Um, it's been a continuation of a steep learning curve later in high school after, after God really met me. And there's, I mean, if I were to flip through all my journals, there's probably a thousand different things he's been teaching me and, 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 meeting me about um, throughout college I think I think one quick one that I'll mention is just the importance of of time with him like Mm -hmm. that's something that's so simple actually you know what that that's probably the theme like the theme of college is is learning the importance of the simple things Mm -hmm. Um, one of them being 
getting time with him. Like I just look in the gospels, Jesus even broke away to get time with the father. And if Jesus needs time with the father, I definitely need time with the father. Um, but the consistency in that is so important. And I think like what I've realized through that is, is I want to be at the point where anytime where I have a day where I haven't set time apart for him, it feels off. And honestly, Mm -hmm. that's like, that's really what college has been about. Like if I don't start my day with time with him, something just doesn't feel right. And, Mm -hmm. um, because I haven't connected with the source of life, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. So I think that's, that's a big piece. I think the other big piece, another simple thing is, (laughs) is learning more for me personally, what the gift of grace really means. Mm -hmm. And I, I think this has specifically been in the last year, year and a half for me, mm-hmm. but one of the most basic concepts from the gospel is the fact that we don't have to earn God's grace. Like we don't have to work for it. We don't have to earn it. There's nothing we can do to earn the gift of grace. Like it's, yeah. it's a gift, mm-hmm. um, to earn his love, to earn salvation. Like we don't have to work for it. And that's something I've heard since I was five, like in call and <laughs> as a child, since I was five, like it's, it's, it's may arguably the most basic concept that mm-hmm. there is in the gospel. Right. Yeah. I honestly feel like it's going to be a lifelong thing that I continually learn. And mm-hmm. I think I'm, I mean, I'm a three for pulling the Christian <laughs> typical and again, like I'm an achiever. That's I'm about, like, uh, 22 minutes before the Enneagram was, <laughs> was mentioned on a Christian podcast. Is that a wow. new record? Wow. It might be. I was trying to hold out as long as I could. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm an achiever. Like I'm someone who wants to perform, wants to work hard. Like, you know, all great things. It's mm-hmm. the way God created me. And that's a good thing. But it also, I'm also kind of an introvert. And like, so all those things kind of, lead to me having maybe a tough judgment on myself. Like I'm quick mm-hmm. to, I'm, I'm sl- I'll say this, I'm slow to give myself grace, yeah. very slow. Okay. And I think anytime I, I, anytime I sin, whatever that may look like, anytime I uh, just don't feel like I'm putting all my effort into something, anytime I feel like I've let down, you know, my sisters or my brother or my parents or my mm-hmm. friends or just haven't been a just haven't been like uh you know in tip top shape as right. like relationally with people yeah and i i i don't give myself grace yeah. and i like sit there and analyze and wonder like why i'm you know not treating people as well as i should why like you know i'm yeah why i've sinned or whatever it right. is like mm-hmm. I think that's something that I, yeah, I've just wrestled with and it's been, it's been like, it's been frustrating up until the last year, year and a half. And Mm -hmm. I think something that I've just come to realize is God has given me so much grace and it's Mm -hmm. like, man, if I wake up every day and God's giving me grace, the one who really is the judge and the one who has every right to like point out all my flaws and every right to like tell me what I'm doing wrong. Right. If he's, if he sees me getting up every day and he's like, man, there's grace for Ben. Like, man. I would yeah. still love him and, um, mm. I'm still going to pursue him and I still want to do like great things through him. That's a big one too. Like mm. doubting, man, if I screwed up, like if will God really want to meet me and do like do great things through me. And yeah. 
anyways, if he's, if he's saying that to me every day, like, why am I not saying that to myself? Right. Um, no. And I, yeah, with that, I've, that's something I feel like I've, I've been learning. We just finished up with three day fast. I was, I feel like one, uh, one of the things I kind of learned from it is like, especially with, with like the sin stuff, you know, when I, when I stumble, when I fall, I always feel like I need, uh, like repentance and like three days of mourning, you know, like I need, I need repentance and then I need to be really disappointed in myself (laughs) for two days. And I have to like put myself in the closet and like really think about what I did, you know, rub my nose in it. Uh, and I felt like God was just saying like, you know, do you think like Jesus's blood is that weak Hmm. that like you need to add something on top of it? Like, do you think I gave, you know, my son, to cover half of your sin and then you get the other half, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, no, it's, it's the whole thing. It just yeah. washes the entire thing. And God didn't do that so that then you would like, okay, I gave my son. Now you go be the perfect friend to someone. Now you go be the perfect son all the time. Uh, I'm ready to retract, you know, this mercy, this grace, if you're not performing exactly you know, how you should in every situation. That's not how it works either. It's yeah. like you with your flaws, with your downfalls, with your that lack of endurance or whatever, whatever that comes from, you with all that, that's who Jesus came and died for, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think I think that's something I've I've wrestled with myself as well. Like he gives me grace. There's complete one hundred percent covering, but also like I wanna be someone who's rooting out sin, who's doing everything I can to be the best brother and son and friend that I can. Like I want to be someone who's chasing after all those things. And I think, and I think that's, what's most important. Like, yeah. Is our heart lackadaisical around sin? Is our heart lackadaisical around our relationships? Is it lackadaisical around like the gifts that we've been given? Mm-hmm. Cause we've also been like, he's given me gifts and I, I want to work hard to like see those gifts, you know, come to fruition. And so yeah. I think, I think that's like what I've realized the key is it's like, all right, Ben, is, is your heart to, to root out sin, to love people well and to honor God with what you do. And if that's the way it is, like, I'm still going to mess up. Like right. God's still going to give me grace. Mm-hmm. Now, if those things aren't there, like, okay, we need to do some, some introspection and right. figure out what's going on. Of course. Yeah. Um, because that should be the pursuit, at least, my opinion that is that should be the pursuit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you're in that place, which I feel like I have been, that's when I, that's when I'm, I'm learning. It's okay to give yourself grace. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, God has given you grace. Give yourself grace. Yeah. That's good, man. And Ben, while I have you here, uh, I just, uh, you know, we're, we're about to take off on our own, uh, mission trip next week to Galveston. Uh, you talk about some of those stories from Greece. Would you mind just, sharing a little bit of those with us you know we stir us up with some of that some of that those big workings of god uh yeah anything come to mind for that yeah there's there's quite a few god did some crazy stuff in greece (laughs) but i'd love to love to do that i think one one cool one that you know hopefully would tie into awaken which is coming up is one day I think it was Chandler Benzinger and I, okay. we were in this tent, um, in Greece with a bunch of guys. And most of these tents are families all, um, okay. traveling together. But this tent was a bunch of, there's like 10, 20 to 30 year old guys. So we called it the bachelor tent because <laughs> <laughs> they were actually trying to get to Europe to then 
help the rest of their families come to Europe. Right. Um, yes. Really interesting. But anyways, we started talking with them and um, we, this one guy walks in and he's got this brace around his wrist and it's clearly pretty messed up. And so we were just asking him what went wrong. Uh, at this point, Aiden then walks in the tent too. And, and he was just, this guy was joking with us. He's like, oh, well, last night in our soccer game against all the Americans, like <laughs> you guys pushed me or something. And, heard, and he's like, I fell on my wrist and totally hurt it. And it's like, I can barely move it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> of course, like Aiden full of faith is like, well, if we, if we heard it, we'll fix it. <laughs> like Jesus <laughs> wants to heal you. <laughs> and, uh, uh, anyways, I think, so then at that moment we, he was like, yeah, sure. You know, why not? And we hadn't really shared the gospel with them. We had just been getting to know them over the last couple of days. Mm. Um, and so we just asked to kind of see, you know, what his wrist was able to do. And I mean, he could barely move it a centimeter up and down. It was wow. pretty messed up. He was, he was in a significant amount of pain. So it was, it was a bummer to see. Um, but at that point, like, Chandler then just started sharing about, you know, Jesus and the fact that he's a healer and mm-hmm. all this stuff and um, kind of tied in little pieces of the gospel and just said, like, hey, we believe, you know, um, Jesus wants to heal you. Like, can yeah. we pray Can we pray for you in uh-huh. Jesus' name? Because um, these are a lot of Muslims. And uh, and they're like, I mean, they're really hospitable. They're like, yeah, why not? Sure. Mm. So we pray for him. And after we pray for him, we asked him to move his wrist again to see how much movement it had. Mm-hmm. And he could probably go, like, maybe one inch up and down. So okay. improvement. improvement yeah. Um, and he, they were all kind of like, they all kind of noticed it, but didn't yeah. say anything about it. Huh. And, but he was still in a good amount of pain. So we mm-hmm. prayed for him again, asked him to move it and he could move it more this time. Yeah. And at this point, everyone's kind of looking around like what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's is still in a lot of pain when he reaches like the point that he can't move it anymore, but mm-hmm. he's got way more mobility. Yeah. And then Chandler, Chandler was like, can we pray one more time? Take and three. Take, yeah. the, uh-huh. take three. Yeah. And, uh, and after we pray, he just like, he has full range of motion in his Man. wrist and yeah. he's in no pain at all. And he, yeah. his jaws dropped, his eyes are <laughs> wide. Everyone else in the tent was like, was kind of freaking out. They didn't really know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just powerful. And I think what was so cool about that story was it opened up a perfect segue for Aiden to get to then share about the gospel. Yeah. Here's and who Jesus is. Here's yeah. Some, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Here's who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, there were some guys that were really interested. There were some guys that weren't, and that was totally okay. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of things I learned from that. Um, one, it's like, you know, we go back to the Luke 10 verses about, you know, some people receiving and mm-hmm. being a peaceful people, some people not receiving, and you just kind of wipe your, the dust off your feet and mm-hmm. keep going, and that's totally okay. And that was something that we experienced in that tent that day. Um, and another cool thing that I, I learned from that story was, um, like the importance of the body of Christ, because like Chandler is really marked with healing. Like mm. he is, he is, there's been a lot of people he's prayed for and he's seen healing and it's, it's pretty amazing. Right. And Aiden, I honestly think is someone who's marked with like the gift of faith and he's, yeah. he's great at like relating the gospel to people. And so it was amazing for me to get to sit there and see Chandler act in his gifting, Aiden act mm. in his gifting. And it was a, it was a powerful picture of the body of Christ coming together for these, for this bachelor group of guys to, <laughs> to hear who Jesus is and witness his power. Yeah. Um, and then what was so cool was like 10 minutes later in the tent, everyone's kind of sitting on the ground and the guy who was healed then sits back like, 
hands hands behind his back resting on the ground like holding up his weight and his wrist was totally fine and he's like yeah i don't feel anything it's great all good Man, and so dude. yeah that's my encouragement to everyone for awaken like have faith god wants to god wants to move and yes it's just fun that we get to go with a big group to get to just see the body of christ come yeah. together and uh let's just act out of our strengths yeah man he never fails on those trips when we when we show that we want to step out and serve him in uncomfortable situations man he goes with us and he he's he's there to do his thing and it's always fun to watch yeah um, yeah yeah well well ben man just thank you for thank you for hopping on uh this has been such a blessing i i love getting to talk to you um powerful leader uh in our in our ministry and that's just because of everything you just shared just about all the things that uh god has taught you so thanks for coming on um for all you listening we want to bring you more of these stories uh, as often as we can so keep listening for them that's all for this episode uh we will see you guys next week with more encouraging content until then this has been the afw uh college podcast can't wait to talk to you guys again have a good week (laughs) 